0: From RunAsRadio.com, you're listening to Run As Radio, the internet audio talk show for IT professionals with Richard Campbell. This is Brandon Wen announcing show number 458, PBX, with guest Tom Averthnaut, recorded Monday, January 25th, 2016. Run As Radio is produced each week by Pwop Productions, providing professional media, and podcasting services online at pwop.com. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash runasradio. Thank you, Brandon. This is Richard Campbell, and thanks for listening to Run As Radio. My guest today is Tom Arbuthnot, who is a principal solutions architect at Unified Communications Specialist Modality Systems. He's a certified master and MVP blogger and regular speaker on the Microsoft Events and User Groups. Welcome back, sir. Hey Richard, how's it going? Great. And uh goodness, it's been a little, little too long since we last spoke, because let's face it, this whole side of cloud-based VoIP communications stuff, it is changing Changing constantly. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's been, been a long while. And uh, yeah, a lot of change, especially in the kind of recent past as well. We got, you know, I like to think of it as one of the most complicated things with cloud because it's, it's voice and video and media. So uh, always interesting.
0: Well, and this whole idea of like unified communications means mixing exchange with something. And let's face it, as soon as you mix exchange into anything, it's terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah i like i like the, the fact that exchange can take uh take the brunt of the complication but i think skype for business has a fair amount of complications in it's own right to be fair
0: yeah well and and talk about a product that just keeps changing its name right i remember it was unified communications and then it was link with a y for a while and now skype for business so they're all really the same product just changing product names
1: yeah yeah exactly we've been you know as a product that has been around for ages it was uh Live communication server, Office communication server, Link, and, and now Skype for Business. So we're on that kind of uh, new Microsoft world of having a a consumer brand like OneDrive, and then having a business brand or enterprise brand, yes you know, Skype for Business in this case.
0: And under the hood, they are dramatically different products.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. They're, they're definitely different. If Skype Business is everything you'd expect around enterprise, they like policies and tightly AD integrated and tightly controlled and consumer is obviously the consumer product. Um, but there is some, there is some mixing on the back end in terms of best practice around codecs and media stacks. So the Skype business team are certainly gaining some benefit of the. The massive knowledge that the Skype community team have around running
0: voice, you
1: know, kind of a global platform.
0: And now we, they're calling it Cloud PBX? This is pretty bold.
1: It, yeah, yeah, this is the big news. So, um, as of December, uh, 2015, Cloud PBX went generally available globally. Um, so after years and years of, uh, telling people they don't need a PBX and PBX is old news, uh, the actual name for the product is now Cloud PBX in, in Office
0: 365. Okay. Well, look, I never had a problem with the PBX. It was just fine. But uh, it just became a dirty word for a while there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the reality is, you know, certainly in enterprise, everybody knows what the PBX is. So... Calling it Cloud PBX makes it instantly recognisable for, for people in, in enterprise, which helps. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. So is is it literally a separate offering out of Office three sixty
1: five? Yeah, so so I mean it's part of Skype Business Online. So think of it like a feature, you know, or an additional add on you can buy Skype Business Online. So for, for quite a while in Skype Business Online, you got peer to peer voice and video and conferencing, all IP based. If if you wanted to add PSDN conferencing, so dial-in numbers, you you might recognize from other conferencing services, you brought in a third party. But the big gap was Skype Business Online couldn't be your phone. You couldn't sign in and have a phone number. You couldn't have an IP phone registered. If you buy the Cloud PBX add-on now, it can literally be your phone. So you can have a real phone number, make real phone calls to landlines, mobiles, and even IP phones can register up into the cloud now.
0: So... This, this is the, when, the reason they start calling PBX now is they're willing to tie into PSTN.
1: Yes, yeah. So the Cloud PBX features, for the first time, you can legitimately have a PSTN phone number on your account. But much like uh, Skype consumers had it for quite a while, you know, you can pay a little bit extra for Skype sure. consumer and you get a phone number.
0: And at and, and insanely low rates, right? I mean, it's pennies a minute kind of thing. I've always had a little bit of Skype credit just because every so often, that's the only thing that works.
1: Yeah, yeah. It turns out Microsoft had quite a lot of buying power with, uh, with their various products. So, yeah, pretty good rate.
0: Well, and I mean, before it was a Microsoft product, Skype had all of these points of access all over the world. Yeah. And- so, it, I mean, I presume they bought all of that when they bought Skype. Yeah. Yeah, all of
1: that is theirs now, and there's, you know, there's some, again, some knowledge sharing there, but there are some differences between the two services, so it might, it might be worth digging in on kind of what's the same and what's different, because it, it's not quite the same as consumer in that space either.
0: Sure, for sure. So, I would think that most people that are interested in this already have a bunch of phone numbers that are important to them. But they're probably not willing to give up. Like they, they've, they've heavily advertised an 800 number or some kind of phone number and they want to make it part of their their Office 365 offering. Is that is that even possible?
1: Yeah, that is possible. So there's, there's three kind of three big chunks or three big pieces to understand in this. So there's cloud PBX, which is available globally. And that, that feature is essentially your core control in the cloud. So kind of tech, techie wise in the Skype world or SIP world, we call that the registrar. So that's, that's the brain. That does all your call control. Right. Then, secondly, you've got your PSDN connectivity. So I've got my brain and, and how it controls the calls, but somehow I need a PSDN connection to that. And that comes in two flavors. Either you pay Microsoft to do it directly, a bit like Skype Consumer, and Microsoft are your legitimate carrier. They have to meet all the carrier regulations. They provide the phone numbers directly or you can port phone numbers into microsoft so they are a legitimate carrier now
0: wow microsoft taking on the carrier role
1: <coughs> yeah yeah literally so one one stop shop um and then that's what customers seem to want in some cases you know i don't want to you know deal with any other than microsoft i'm going all in office 365 just deal with my telecoms too
0: And this is not that unusual, right? I mean, often I've seen situations where you're using a local carrier who's maybe reselling some Microsoft-related services as well. Like, you want one number to call. You do not want to be in the trap of, oh, it's Microsoft. No, no, it's the carrier kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and and that's the upside of it. The downside of it is obviously Microsoft has to meet all the carrier regulations in all the various countries. So at the moment, that is a U.S.-only offering.
0: Literally only U.S.? Yep.
1: Yeah, so you can have U.S. phone numbers straight from Microsoft. There's every intention to, to roll that out, out to other countries, um, but they're being quite tight-lipped on when and where because there's various legal implications for releasing that information too early.
0: Yeah, no, I could see nobody, nobody in the carrier business thrilled to have Microsoft coming into that space.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. Things change. <laughs> what
0: <can you> <laughs> um, well, I think, there, didn't we just hear somewhere in the news they were talking about starting to sell SIM cards as well?
1: Yeah, I saw there was a blog post, wasn't there, about that being yeah. being banded around. You can certainly I mean, see that if, that might come at some if point. If
0: you're point. a carrier, you should be terrified. This is an organization with a lot of money and a lot of frustrated customers that just want the problem to go <laughs> away, and this yeah, might but, be the solution to it.
1: Well, it could be, but here's the, here's the if you love your carrier, because you know so many of us love our carriers. Really? Well, you know, somebody must. So they get <laughs> um, but, you know. So, so let's say they're talking
0: crazy talk, sir <laughs> <is there laughs> or not?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So if you're outside the US and you don't right. have the Microsoft option, but you know, <laughs> I, like, I like to put a positive spin on it. You might like. <laughs> um, and there is another option and that is bring your own carrier. Okay. So this is this is what's available worldwide today. You, you've got your relationship with Verizon, BT, ATT, three, uh, level three, whoever it is. Yep. You can connect that connection, you know, SIP or ISDN, whatever, to a gateway on your premise or in a data center, um, and that can be wired up to connect to the cloud. So essentially your PSDN connections stay local to your office or your WAN and your call control is in the cloud. So you kind of have the best of both. You have your call control and your conferencing in the cloud, and you have a number of uh, servers or gateways, smaller, much smaller footprint than a full-class business deployment on-prem, and you keep your great rates with your carrier, and you have worldwide service and 800 numbers and everything you've negotiated over many years. But your call control is in the cloud, so you don't have to run a full... PBX or full Skype for business. But This prem. still
0: sounds like a challenging setup. That you, you you have to add some hardware to your on-prem to get it to be trunked into the cloud, right?
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah, so you have to. There's, again, two options here. Um, you can run a full Skype for business server deployment. Mm-hmm. So maybe you've already got a Skype for business server deployment. You use that as a jump off for your PSDN connectivity, and you move some users into the cloud. Um but what's imminently coming currently in uh kind of private preview is what Microsoft's calling the cloud connector edition, which is a set of, of VMs running on Hyper V, so you know potentially just a single one use server running these VMs or a couple for resilience. And those VMs plus a gateway or a SIP connection are your carrier connection. So Interesting. Much, much, much reduced footprint. You can you can they kind of block by, so, you can stack those for resilience, put them in multiple locations, etc.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, you're still going to have to make it all work together. I can't imagine you need a lot of help from the carrier for this.
1: Uh, well, yeah.
0: So, it's going to be a third party business?
1: Yeah, I mean, that you know, modality, obviously, that's one of the things we do. We've done Skype Business Server for years, so it's something potentially as a partner, and I'm sure other other Office 365 and Skype Business partners will support that model. Um, the, the nice thing is you're connecting to the carrier in a very standard-based way over SIP or a gateway.
0: Right. So, I mean, not at the RJ11 level, where you're literally taking these phone lines, breaking them out, and plugging them into some kind of digi-controller and setting them back up again, but actually at the SIP point.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a you know, it's a very standard-based connection. Any carrier should understand a SIP connection or an ISDN connection to a gateway. They don't even have to know the local control is in the cloud. Right. Um, but it is fair to say you need some kind of understanding of how that would work or a support partner to help help that work
0: yeah yeah but it you know if you've got you've got an existing contract i mean that would be one thing when i'm working with carriers like they i'm locked into these guys for three or four years and i want to start adding this new capability i'd rather not spend more money with them so if i'm able to get to the sip and just start adding this in as part of my office 365 option that's that's compelling
1: yeah, definitely. And some carriers do one and minute deals and you get minutes very cheap because you're there, your WAN provider or vice versa. Right. Um, and it's a nice, simple migration as well because you're not porting any numbers to Microsoft. You're not adding new numbers from a, from a networking perspective. It's the same carrier connection you always had. So obviously there's some, some user training that the user's phone or soft client is changing. So there's a user side impact, but. From a carrier perspective, it's the same connection potentially,
0: and also the, from a carrier responsibility then too. So all the nine one one stuff, all of those rules around dealing with PSTN, they're just not going to change. It's carrier yep. already doing it.
1: Yeah, and then there will be some countries. You know, like obviously Microsoft potentially going to have challenges in some countries as opposed to others. So you know india's the classic one in terms of very special telephone requirements and there's other
0: and regulated out the eyeballs right (laughs) yes yeah yeah. that is one of the biggest bureaucracies you could possibly imagine
1: yeah i've done a couple of skype business server deployments there or you know help manage them remotely and uh yeah bureaucracy upon bureaucracy can be (laughs) done uh but lots and lots of calls around uh How PSDM works and how computing works and why it works that way and where the calls go. Sure. um, uh, So, you know, that's not, yeah, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn in saying that's not going to be one of the early easy countries for Microsoft to be a carrier in. So, bringing your own carrier there makes a lot of sense.
0: On the other hand, they, they already have a point of presence in there with sort of the Skype consumer product. So, they've got pieces of this. You can see how this is a totally, this is not brand new business. It's just expanding what they're already doing.
1: Yeah, they, they definitely have the skill set in-house to do this stuff. And, uh, you know, there, there are various stats banded around for Skype consumer. But, the, you know, the one that kind of comes up every now and again is, that, you know, a third of the world's minute international minutes go over Skype consumer or something like that. Right. So, uh, you know, they have knowledge of dealing with an insane amount of minutes and PSD and connectivity. This is not new to them, really.
0: The bigger thing I see this PBX piece doing here is creating easier bridges for my employees to be able to get together to do more complex work. It's just a starting point for getting into a screen share or a video chat or any one of those other things.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, It unblocks usage a lot because if you... Use Skype for Business online before Cloud PBX. You, you know, you obviously use Ivan presence and screen sharing, right. a bit of conferencing, but inevitably at some point you reach for the phone, and then that's your habit. Whereas when you've got the full stack, as you know, lots of people with Skype Business Server or link before have had it for many years, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's easy to say, but it's pretty, pretty transformational when it's your phone and it's your conferencing and it's your yes. IM and it's your video. It is the tool you use day in day out, so you get very proficient at driving. And we, you know, we measure adoption and, and user experience, and you see conferencing climb through the roof when people get Skype to Business because they just drag people in and make it happen.
0: What's so easy to, you know, this is the joke, right? With with conferences of any kind, conference calls, video conferences, screen shares, any of the things. It's like the first half hour is just trying to get everybody on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and much less it working correctly.
1: Yeah, and you get very, you get very lazy with when you're using site businesses day in, day out. You get used to click to join just working and you know. Yep. Every now and again, I have to join a conference on some other system for whatever reason, pre-sales or whatever. And you forget to give yourself the, the five minutes it takes to work out the various codes and the pressing this and doing that.
0: And that piece of software needs updating and this connection has to be over there. Yeah. What credentials do I use here? And, and on and on and on. Yeah,
1: it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't like Firefox so I have to use Chrome or it doesn't like this so I have to do that.
0: Yep. And then it, and it's all the way on but it didn't recognize your headset and yeah. All of those battles. And yeah. It, and and it, and it, and I'm totally with you that once you live in a unified communications world and I'm not just going to say it's you know the Microsoft stack because I've seen this work in a Cisco stack as well. When you've spent the huge amount of money and it is a big ticket item to get fully integrated unified communications with that concept of point of presence and so forth, you use it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then it, is, it is, a you know, all historically a decent investment. You know, it only really suits the people who were of a size or were going to really leverage it. And this move to it being available in Office 365, it's not, you know, there are things you can do on server that you still can't do in the cloud, the features that is developing. So things like Call cool recording is is still server-only, and things like um, contact center interop is server-only. But for the basic knowledge worker, this stuff going to the cloud makes it very affordable for, for lots of different businesses, which is interesting.
0: And you're talking about $5 per user per month? Something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's... Is it, Eight for cloud PBX, I'm right?ly Something around that. I'm path. not
0: even but, sure. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's you know, it's, it's yeah,
1: it is, it is dollars per user, not you is know, dollars. Thousands.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, and when you this is one of the things that happens when you go down that Office 365 path is it turns out for a few dollars per user per month that picks up Office, that picks up all of the uh, uh, your email, and that picks up all of the. Um, the unified communication stuff at the same time. It's just a question of it bridging into what infrastructure you already have.
1: Yeah, it's starting, You know, it's getting more and more compelling the way it, well, the way it's sat, covering your Office Pro Plus and having that always up to date. And you know, I would almost say Exchange is a no brainer for Office three six five these days.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's you know the, the conversation I have over and over again on the show, no two ways about it, has been you know, what gets you to the cloud? What is that that hook item that pulls you across?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and there's very you know, there are still reasons. I you know, my exchange MVP friends may be testing uh, this there are still reasons to run exchange yes. off-prem. You might have regulatory reasons to keep the data in a certain place, but, yep. but most all, most of the time it's exactly the same service. So why not take Microsoft Manager?
0: For sure. Run As Radio is brought to you by UpGuard, formerly known as ScriptRock. UpGuard pinpoints configuration drift wherever it occurs within your environment, no matter the platform, and alerts you to unexpected changes happening on any machine. Vulnerability scanning and PowerShell... DSC support comes standard, and the latest iteration of UpGuard is the only platform that gives you C-Star, that cybersecurity threat assessment reporting, and a FICO-like score for your cyber risk. Try it free at UpGuard.com slash I, I still run my own exchange server because I just like being afraid all the time. <laughs> but it's, but at some point I have to retire it. I mean, it is it is getting absurd. But when you talk about this core services, you're right. Mail's the easy win. Its mail filtering system is awesome, and so forth. But when you talk about phones, I think it's a much more complicated conversation because it's all these little points of presence all over the office. It's just a it's a big change for any organization.
1: Yeah, I think so. Like, and you know, SharePoint. You can argue, again, it's all data. I don't think anybody loves running SharePoint servers, no. but there's a lot of, a lot of server-side dev that's been done that sticks you on server for a
0: while. Well, and um, maybe it's just that with with SharePoint, you don't know the service changed, right? You're still, your point of access to SharePoint is still your machine. And same for email, for that matter. Yeah. But as yeah. soon as you talk about communications, you're replacing devices. You're using a different app on your phone. You may still be using your phone, but the, the, the client's different. And the phone itself on your desk is probably changing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we come to the Skype for Business and suddenly we're talking about real time voice and video and a lot of the stuff that you can get away with in terms of networking with email or SharePoint, you know, milliseconds of latency here and there aren't gonna get noticed. If you get that gist of lost latency on, on real time media, you really do notice.
0: Absolutely. Well I think that's one of the one of these things that happens no matter what your unified communication solutions is is you very quickly find out how good your network actually is.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, we are the network test.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the best network, and, it, and it's the real network test, not just raw throughputs from some testing tool, but latency. Yeah. Can you carry on a reliable conversation? Does the video look good? Can you read the whiteboard?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So when we come to the cloud, obviously that adds a challenge, as you rightly point out. So traditionally, server, it would be on, on-prem. You'd have reasonable WAN links, hopefully. Um, but now you've got to get to the cloud. And and the answer to that is you've got two options. You've got over internet and, you know, we know that works most of the time pretty well. Um, but if you're an enterprise and you have to guarantee the experience, you've got the express route option. uh, And that works for all the Office 365 stack, including Skype for Business. So in that, in that model, you go to your favorite carrier. There's the carrier again. See, there's an upside to them. Um, they, they <laughs> will, they will give you a dedicated link, um, directly off your WAN or off from your office, um, to Office 365. So suddenly you've got that guaranteed network path and you've got quality of service support on that path as well. So that's how you potentially bridge some of that gap around, uh,
0: guaranteeing the network quality. Have you done any express route implementations? I mean, I've read about it, but I've never used it.
1: No, I've got a customer who's who's close, um, but most of our stuff to date has been server on prem. So right. I've been running cloud PBX now for a couple of months in GA, and before that a bit in Tap and over internet and with local PSDN connectivity in my case, so PSDN connectivity out of London via our carrier, um, and all my conferences over internet and it's been just fine. You know, we've got good internet
0: connectivity right. here. Um, Well, and this is where I think it sort of comes into play. Any place – I've worked with plenty of financial services organizations where they use MPLS, the, the, the private networking, which typically goes across the Internet anyway. It's just encrypted. And But they're going into countries where public Internet service, regular Internet service is terrible. And MPLS is your only way to sort of guarantee that connection. So the idea that you would leverage a form of that to get to Azure is pretty compelling.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the time it's just about that guarantee. Like we all in, the, in the, you know, better connected countries, we all know the internet is generally robust and I, I don't know if it's all entirely true, but I certainly hear stories that actually if you look at carriers internet connectivity, because that's where all the growth is, that's where the new kit and the investment is and yes. the MBLS stuff has been around for a while. Yes. But some people need to buy an SLA and a guaranteed experience and, and that's you know if, if it's mission critical for your business, then that's a, a worthy investment, and certainly that is an option.
0: Well, so to say, it's like you—if soon as you have a dependency on the internet, even three nines is questionable.
1: It, yeah, yeah, and it, you know, you've, voice is one of those things. The PBX must always work. It, it's held to a higher standard than anything else, which I think is funny because. We all carry around our own DR system for voice in our pocket, so it's like the most the most DR system in the world, I would argue, and yet it's also held to this standard of uh,
0: five nine, essentially in some cases. So, but it never delivers it either. We're used to cell phone sucking; like we just accept it. You know, the the number of times we have to redo a call or anything like that. The fact that we would expect that real reliability—if you actually—if you actually did reliability numbers on your average cell call, I think you'd be pretty disappointed with the results.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, I and mean, we we definitely accept that trade off, and we've all gotten used to it. Yeah. Um, and but, but, Skype business is definitely held to a higher standard where it's replacing a desk phone. So.
0: Yeah, you can make a lot of fun of the old telcos with the landlines and so forth, but boy, oh boy, they were incredibly reliable.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But- and you can't argue with that. And you know, we have roundabout conversations as well of. If I can keep Skype for business up for five, nine, but all your other IT systems go down, what's the value? Because actually, what yeah. work do you get done without a PC these days? Well, like,
0: the number of times I've just talked to somebody about, do you actually own a phone that doesn't require it be, to be plugged into the wall? Like, y- you know, I actually still have one unpowered landline phone I keep around just because I. It may, it's, it's almost like a romantic sentiment. <laughs> But when you talk about your know, graceful degradation of services in the average office building, as soon as the electricity's out, you're hooped. It's over. There's nothing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, there's not a lot of. There doesn't tend to be tons of investment in uh, UPS the switching at uh, the access layer or anything. No, so it's, it's it, probably it, all Well, wrong.
0: it's one of those things where if you're going to go down that path, it's big ticket. That's a yeah. lot of power you need to deliver.
1: Yeah, and you know, and there, there are places where you know. Trading and the finance is a classic one where, you know, minutes, seconds matter and you can pay for the big ticket. But yeah. for, your, for, your, for your knowledge workers, which is really the sweet spot for Cloud PDX, you're, you're already committing to trusting the cloud, really. You're already committing to that being your your way of working. So hopefully putting your voice there as well is not too big a jump for you.
0: Yeah. It, it, so you, you keep your phone system out of there, but your mail's down. Well, you're not working anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: And and I and I have nothing bad to say about Azure uptime. I think they've done a fabulous job. Whenever I've measured their uptime I, against real measurements of on-prem uptime, Azure wins.
1: Yeah, re- real measurements being the key. Everybody forgets their downtime on-prem. Yeah,
0: they, it's easy to ignore their downtime. There's nothing more public than public cloud downtime.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's straight onto the register, isn't it? And uh, everybody
0: yeah. knows. Pretty much. Well, you know,
1: nice. again, that's. that's You'd hope that Microsoft and, and you know the other cloud vendors, Amazon, Google or whatever, that that's where they're investing. They're only gonna get better and they're already at a higher standard than Prem, I would agree with you.
0: Yeah, and I, you would hope that they would be. You know, that is the you would you would presume the best and the brightest in the world for high reliability are the guys running the public cloud, whether Azure, AWS, Google, like whomever. Like, you'd hope they're the best.
1: Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm, in fact, I'm confident they're the best. If you look at how Amazon and, and Microsoft are going to go at it, like, they're definitely investing in the best people because it's a big investment area for those guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's still, you know... PBX is a tough word because we've had very high expectations for what's possible with PBX for a very long time, how ex- reliable we expect it to be. You are, this is not something where you could really set it up to run between public clouds.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a PBX is a, a loaded term definitely for some people in terms of associations with reliability and, you know, for others, it's just a phone and it depends yep. really who you're working with. Like we work with, you know, lots of finance where typically it's very, very serious. And and then there's lots of other companies where, you know, particularly anything new media or that type of thing, where collaboration is the main tool. Like, they're more annoyed if their their collaboration, their conferencing system goes down than their individual phone number. Like, you know, who cares? We're, we're always desktop sharing. We're always, you know, collaborating on media. So yes. it depends who, who you're talking to. And I think, you know, that so, so there's going to be a certain set of customers that go to this quicker than others, and it will mature out, and, and we'll see. But it certainly feels like it's uh, going in the right direction. Well,
0: there's always this conversation of whether the desk phone is simply obsolete. Like this is a there's no phone call coming into me that doesn't ha- doesn't already have a meeting request attached to it. Like the phone never rings cold, and that's good news. That's something I want. Right? Yeah, the, yeah.
1: And I I haven't I haven't had a desk phone. You know, for years, I, you know, I, was, I was, at a Cisco partner way back in the day and the soft phones were there, but then ever since being in the Microsoft space, it's always been yeah. the soft phone. And nearly all my phone calls start off as in the messages. And my yes. world is, is very in the Microsoft, like all oh, my customers are federated, most of my suppliers are federated, but it's IM first, are you around? Just like we started this call today, you know, a bit of IM yep. and then escalate the voice.
0: Yes. And, and I think that's a very interesting way to look at unified communication is it allows us to escalate and de-escalate very painlessly. You know, you already have a sense of presence. You, you were logged into Skype before we started this conversation. And then there was a couple of messages back and forth. Okay. Now we're ready. Now we escalate up. If we were going to go to uh, a whiteboard, we go up from there. Like it's just this scaling process of a level of communication.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, you know, again, I, I live in this world, but you can't help but see how that impacts productivity. If you can pull people in, quick question, you know, the amount of time in my work week where I just like, we can solve this problem, just pull four people into a conference, get it done. And if you had to, you know, kind of pre-schedule it and work out who's dialing in where and who's on what phone, you've already lost that time.
0: Yeah, it would have been solved by now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really, really interesting point. And this just seems to be another logical step for it. So for folks who are considering the cloud PBX, I mean it obviously helps to start up being an Office three sixty five user already.
1: Yeah, definitely. You're going you're going to need some kind of Office three six five connectivity, either hybrid or being dedicated in Office three sixty five. Um so your usual ADFS type affair. Yep. Uh, but then you want a plan that includes like business online which is much planned and then cloud pbx is a an add-on that you can either buy as part of the e5 bundle which is basically the high-end SKU for Office 365 now or you could add cloud pbx directly for i think eight dollars a user a month
0: and yeah so if you're already in e5 an enterprise customer you probably own this
1: yeah yeah if you're if you're on e5 you've already got it bundled into that pricing and if you're in the u.s you know you're lucky enough to be uh Microsoft's favorite country, and you can get numbers off them and just try it out like that. If you're outside the US, then you you need some kind of local carrier connectivity. So talking to you know the various Microsoft partners, they can help with that up, and uh, you can test it like that.
0: And it strikes me as something of when your PBX is looking to be replaced, or you're looking at new functionality, you've got to consider this as well.
1: Yeah, definitely, and it's not. It doesn't have to be everything replaced. That that the key thing i like to go across so you know there will be people in your org this will definitely suit you know if you've got roaming sales guys or you've got people who work from home a lot they're your good low-hanging fruit they will appreciate the collaboration tooling and just bundling their phone
0: into that i mean that being said it is very hard this uh, generally my experience with unified communication has been that once you're all in it's awesome as long as you're bridging to other systems or older systems or things like that the bridge is constantly a headache
1: yeah, it's a headache for the people that. Or it's not well. Yeah, it's a it's a headache for the people who, aren't on the system in some respects. Right. and you get used to dragging people in and assuming they can answer when maybe they're only going to the messaging. Um,
0: yes.
1: So yeah, it does it does magnify in power once you've got everybody across. But the reality of this stuff is, you know, big bang is hard to do really well. Not impossible, yes. but hard. Um, it's best to test the water with a you know a bunch of people users that. Know you, know you can trust and we'll, we'll let you get away with yeah, it Yeah, but if i was going
0: to pilot this i would pilot with a team that already needs to work with each other and then demonstrate their increased productivity as a yeah, justification definitely. for if the rest of it, the bang
1: yeah if you can find a global team that are on board or a you know a, a business user you know that has a global team that sure wants, wants to be that first person on it that story will will resonate around the whole world, definitely
0: and it, and you still have the option of desk phones and things like that that work with this system. You just yeah, got to get totally the right fairly. ones. If somebody wants that stuff, you could do that. You, you don't have to have it. Yeah, no. You can have a Polycom IP phone, you
1: know, hard yep. phone, RJ45 registered to Skype business server or the Cloud PBX.
0: So. And, it, and it's shaped like a phone, but it's basically a PC.
1: Y- yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah. But all phones are PCs these days, aren't they? So, Pretty much, yeah. That's right how it works. You know,
0: so. Well, the basic rule is if it has an IP address and you could surf to it, it's a PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: well, in that case, by that logic, everything's a PC this year. Pretty much, <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's get that way. Hey, Tom, super fun to talk to you. Thanks so much for, for clarifying the whole Cloud PBX offering.
1: No, pleasure, Richard. Always good to talk and uh, love the show and the new website and stuff. Uh, yeah, look forward to talking again soon.
0: Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week on Run As Radio.